Hi, this is Ron Darling with SNY TV. Um, you know me from covering the Mets, and uh, I hope you get a chance to listen to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. I had a great time. I hope you do, too. Mets Musings is an unofficial, independent podcast covering New York's National League Baseball team. It is not affiliated in any way with Major League Baseball or the New York Mets. This is Len and Jeff from Baseball and Barbecue. And the one place to go for New York Mets news, past week game reviews, upcoming series previews, interviews, analysis, opinion, and and what's going going down down on the farm. It's Mets Musings with Gary Mack. So keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go Mets. Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And hello and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. Hope everybody had a great week out there. Mets had... I guess you would say a better week than the last time we were all together. Took two out of three against the Giants. Weekend didn't go as they wished against Arizona, but they took two out of three against the Giants when they came home. Dropped the game last night against Colorado in another abysmal performance by the bullpen. And the offense, no hitting once again. But we had the draft this week, and uh, I have to tell you, I'm not an expert on the draft by any means, and I was a little perplexed, a little confused at some of the picks early in the rounds, but they've gotten good, good grades for the draft picks that they made. So I guess we'll have to wait it out and see in the first round. They selected Brett Beatty, high school kid from Austin, Texas. Second round, Josh Wolf, a right-handed pitcher from Houston, Texas. And on the third uh, round, they selected Matthew Allen, another right-handed pitcher from uh, Sanford, Florida. And he's an interesting pick, this kid, uh, because he is was considered to be a first-round pick and uh, scared off a lot of teams by saying he wanted $4 million bonus, and he slipped to the third round. So uh, the Mets took a, a, a gamble, and they drafted him, and we'll see whether or not they'll be able to sign him. He could be a major key to this draft if they are able to sign him for considerably less than the $4 million he was originally looking for. He may just decide to go to college for a year and at the next year's draft once again, but we'll see. See what kind of money is out on the table and whether, uh, whether he takes it. In round four, they went with a college kid, Jake Mangum, from uh, an outfielder from uh, Mississippi State. 
And then they continued from uh, rounds five to ten to go with uh, college seniors. I believe they all were seniors, um, which I thought they may do in the beginning to stock up the minors and and to have uh, somebody close to uh, being major league ready. But they went with the high school kids, so we'll see. Uh, something's got to pan out. To make us forget about last year's uh, the, uh, the uh, winter debacle with the trade of Kellenick and Dunn to the uh, Mariners. So we'll see if any of these guys will pan out and make us uh, forget that deal. Uh, like I said, two out of three against the Giants. The game they lost was Bumgarner was pretty sharp. Uh, no, it wasn't the game they lost. Well, anyway, the bullpen continues to slip. And I do not see any hope coming from this pitching coach as well as this manager. And I don't believe that anything will happen until the, they are replaced. I don't think they can win with this setup. Maybe they can. I hope they can to prove me wrong. But uh, do not like Callaway. I do not like Island at all as the pitching coach. I think there's been a regression in some of the pitches, especially the bullpen. And a lot of fans out there right away are blaming the Wilpons. Look, I'm no fan of the Wilpons. But first, guys, they are not going anywhere. So get that out of your head. They're not going anywhere. MLB is not going to take the team away from them. They have no reason to do that. They are spending the money. They just didn't spend it right, and that's the general manager's fault. So you want to blame the Wilpons for not spending money, but they spent money on Jed Lowry. We haven't even seen him this year. Haven't even seen him because Brody Van Wagenen wanted Jed Lowry, signed them. He got hurt, and we haven't seen him. Brody Van Wagenen wanted Robbie Cano, and that trade's been a bust. He's hurt again, by the way. Why don't we just put – and they're not putting him on a, a injured list right away. I don't, I don't understand why that is either. Put him on a damn injured list. We're going to play shorthanded till this guy decides he's okay to play? No, you hurt, you go on the injured list. Until maybe August. I guess he's off ferrosamide now. Now he can't hit. And Diaz, Diaz is, you know, he, I, he blew two saves, somebody told me. That's it. Who else has done that? Yeah, but he's looked awful. Even when he's gotten saves, he's looked bad. So the whole thing's a mess. Then they overwork. Gagnon, and they overwork Gazelman, and they start getting hit, and then everybody says, I'll see, he's got nobody to go to. 
Oh, he overworks certain guys, and then when he needs them, they don't have anything because they're exhausted. And where's Island? Somebody's got to take the blame for this. And if it's not going to be Van Wagenen, then it's got to be Callaway and or Island. Or Island and or Callaway. Either way, something's got to happen. This is a terrible bullpen. Now, on the bright side, they are so bad that they only can get better. They can't really get any worse. I mean, they're already the worst bullpen in baseball. So they have to get better somewhere, don't they? I, you know, I, I think that's it's, it's logical. They have to go. There's nowhere to go but up. So we have that to look forward to in the second half. Hopefully we get Nimmo back and find out that the reason he was struggling so much is because he was hurt. Now he's better. Two for four in his first rehab assignment. Uh, the other night after a bulging disc in his neck or back. And because, I mean, the replacements have been uh, not much to write home about. Gomez is hitting a sparkling 188 or something, and, and Juan Lagaris isn't much better. I, I don't know. Juan Lagaris wants to hit every ball out of the ballpark or bunt. I mean, how about going? He used to go to the opposite field. And a gold glove. He looked like he had the gold glove out there with him last night because there was a, one ball hit him in the hands and he dropped it. I think he had a little, little too much mustard and relish on that hot dog. He was out trying to be fancy Dan and he ended up uh, looking like a moron out there. So, you know, we need we need Nimmo back to fill that hole and, and put these guys back on the bench or even uh, back in the minors or something. I mean, I, I trust Gomez more in the outfield than I do Ligaris now. So, I... I you know, the pitching starting, starting pitching starting to get better. They're going deep into games, which is a good thing because it gives the bullpen less time to blow it. Now, miraculously, they found ways to blow it. But again, somewhere along the line, they got to be able to get six outs without giving up 12 runs. It's got to happen sometime. I don't know. But that that's that's my take on the whole thing. And uh you know, there was one uh one statistical website that said the Mets are going to go 56 and 44 the rest of the way, be in contention for a wild card and um we'll see. I I don't see it. 
their reasoning was again that the pitching is going to get better. The starting pitching's better. The bullpen's got to be a little bit better. But the offense isn't even the offense scores 12 runs and then they, they get shut out. So there's got to be more consistency. Maybe, maybe if we get Nemo back and he stays healthy, we'll have more consistency in the outfield. Um, and look, Dominic Smith has got to be playing every day out there. His bat, he, he's been hitting. He's been the only one that's been pretty well consistent. Him and McNeil. By the way, homegrown talents. In case you missed that. Guys that came up through the system along with Alonzo. Didn't get him in a trade for uh trade two round first picks for uh a broken down ex Yankee second baseman and and I don't know, some kind of closer. Who was supposed to be uh, the greatest closer since the history of Mariano Rivera, and uh, he looks more like uh, Joe Rivera. So they've got a lot of work to do. Can they turn it around? I guess they can. There's a hundred some odd games left, maybe a hundred games. Do you see them turning it around? No. I don't, honestly. I just don't see it. All right, before we take a break, let me leave you all with this question. Should the Mets be buyers or sellers at the trade deadline? Send me an email. Send me a voicemail. Something with your thoughts. Should the Mets buy or sell at the trade deadline? And let's see what everybody's thinking. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say yet. Uh, well, I'll say when I get uh, closer to the uh, the deadline. I have it in my mind what I think they should be doing, but um, I'm not going to say quite yet. Let's take a break and be back after this. Hey, baseball fans and book fans as well. This is Frank Nappy, author of the Legend of Mickey Tussler series, inviting all of you to learn more about my protagonist, Mickey Tussler, an incredible pitching prodigy who has autism. Follow Mickey's journey as he captures the hearts of fans everywhere with his blazing fastball and indomitable spirit. Please visit Amazon or www.franknappy.com for more information. Hi, this is the world-famous Mr. Brewtown of BrewtownSports.Potomatic.com. You know, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, Plus, uh, Brewtown Sports. You can also listen to the show at Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, and iTunes.com. And we've got the new one. It's called BrewtownRadio.Webley.com. But the one that I'm most proud of being on is BaseballPodcast.net. It is the home of great baseball talk shows. Check it out, my show and all kinds of other programs all about Major League Baseball. So check it out. That's BaseballPodcast.net, the home for great baseball talk shows. 516-619-6341. That is the comment 
voicemail hotline if you'd like to be a part of the show and uh, drop us a line leave us a comment or a voicemail question anything at all call that number 516-619-6341 or go to metsmusings.com and click on that widget in the middle of the screen and that's a speak pipe and you can leave a voicemail right through your computer through your computer's microphone or if you prefer to do things the old-fashioned way send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com the facebook page is facebook.com slash groups slash metsmusings and the twitter handle is at metsmusings1 and uh, if you'd uh, like to help out the show check out our patreon page check out the campaign at patreon.com slash metsmusings Yes, and now it's time to go down on the farm. And Mets left-handed pitching prospect Anthony Kay has been turning heads all season as he dominates in Double A Binghamton, putting himself on the radar for a potential call-up later this season. Now the industry is getting recognition uh, and seeing him for the first time. Kay has vaulted into the Baseball America Top 100 Prospects list in a latest update coming in at number 91. He joins Mets Prospects Ronnie Maurizio who is at number 81 after being at number 98 during the offseason and Andres Jimenez on the list. Pete Rowe Alonzo was uh, number 48, but he has now graduated from uh, prospect status. Yeah, I wonder what what is the cutoff when they go from prospect um, and off the list and, and, you know, when they're playing in the major leagues. They got to play for X amount of games. I don't know. How does that work? If anybody knows, shoot me an email or a voicemail or something and let me know. Anyway, the 24-year-old Kay, whose pro career was delayed due to Tommy John surgery, had a solid season in 2018 while pitching for Columbia and St. Lucie, but he's kicked it into another gear this season now that he's a full year removed from his return from Tommy John surgery. In 11 starts this season, Kay has a 1.62 ERA and a 0.92 whip. He has struck out 61 batters in 61 innings, and along the way he has improved his control, having walked just seven batters over his last five starts after walking 14 during his first six. So um, it looks like uh, Anthony Kay is coming hard and coming fast and we could see him sometime later in this year or maybe next year that is if uh, they don't decide to trade him for who knows Albert Pujols maybe yeah why not bring in another broken down ex uh, ball player in to uh, to City Field in that win now mentality of Brody Van Wagen. Yeah, let's let's do that. How about that? Anthony K and uh how about Brett Beatty for uh 
Albert Pohos. Let's throw in Syndergaard, too, while we're at it. Uh, I don't know, folks. See, that's the thing. I I get nervous. I get nervous that everybody knows kind of what is got to be done to fix this team. And yet, are these the guys that are going to do it? Uh, do they know what they're doing to do it? That's that's the other thing. I'm not so sure. They're not showing uh, any... I, I don't even know what the word is. They're not showing any uh, idea of what they have to do to fix this. And and that's a little bit unnerving. But as I said, Brandon uh, Nemo is off to a good start. He played in St. Lucie, went two for four. So we'll see how he feels after that. Uh, Atlanta Braves made a signing. They signed Dallas Keuchel. Craig Kimbrell went to the Cubs. So forget that, Met fans. They're not coming here. Um, Tom Brady wants to buy the copyright to Tom Terrific. I don't know. The whole world's going nuts, I think, if you ask me. But And Robinson Cano is still not playing. So nothing new in uh, Mets land right now. Um, injuries and whatever just keep on piling up. But uh, I think this is a better team with Cano on the bench because now uh, at least the defense is better. You've got McNeil at second, uh, Rosario at short, or you could play Hetcheverria at second, who, by the way, has played pretty well. Has actually performed better than Cano has. And it's not costing a quarter, an eighth of the money that Cano is costing. Jeez, what a bad deal that was. All right, let's take another quick break and come back after this. Looking for great Cardinals talk? Then check out Conversations with C70. My name is Daniel Shoftaw, and I talk with some of the great bloggers on the Internet today about their teams. It always goes back to the Cardinals. Find the latest episode on my website, www.cardinal70.com or at baseballpodcast.net. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com, along with Mets Musings and other great baseball podcasts. With all the Mets news, it is the news from around the world and around the corner. Here's Gary Mack. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I want to thank you all for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen or watch the podcast. Hit the subscribe button. That helps me grow the show and expand to new listeners. And no matter how difficult it is, and it, boy, this year is really going to be tough. Remember, until next time, to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go mess. We'll see you the next time on another edition of 
Mets Music.